respond to it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So you brought up your aunt here. So let's let's talk about her for a few minutes. So what's it? What was it like growing up with your brother? Because all bets are off when mm-hmm. he's been tortured by me many a time. So he was tortured by me too. I that, that's what I heard. I, that's what I heard. So <laughs> so. Did you see your brother becoming a pastor no. early on? No. What? So, when did this come to tuition? I mean, we heard his side, but how did you see it happening? What, I, I really wasn't looking. Okay. And I was kind of what uh, was blindsided because I, you know, I figured he would go into work with my father. That mm-hmm. was what he was going to do. And right. then he suffered an injury that prevented him from doing that. It, and so he went into another line of work. And the neighborhood that he moved to, they met new people, new friends, and his then social circle. And then they started to have these fellowships and studies that, were not taking place in a church. And then he got to going to that church and a lot of times when the Lord is speaking to you Mm, and you're kind of you're receptive but you're not taking those steps Mm -hmm. that you need to do at that time, you're not sharing that with anybody. You're keeping that to yourself. So, and then he becomes a assistant pastor. So there, through prayer and consideration, somebody saw something in him and goes, you know, what are you doing? And he goes, well, you know, the Lord has been tugging at me for this. And he goes, well, duh. And this is what you need to be doing. And it it was very hard to give up a stable right. career, mm-hmm. good benefits, a pension. I mean, not that his job wasn't dangerous, but right. I mean, and to take that step of faith where you don't know what's going to happen. Right. And then the Lord said, I need you. You live in Hamilton. That's your mission field. That's your Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. This is this is where I want you. And in August of that one year, uh, a couple of families met at a campground at an outside lake. They rented a cabin and put some tents out there. Mm-hmm. And they all got together and they prayed and they stuck a coffee can out there. And by the end of that weekend, there was $500 in that coffee can. And that got them one month rent in a strip mall and... Calvary Chapel of was born. of Hamilton was born. Was uh, born. Right. I wasn't going there. Now my mother had uh, started to attend when they were in Vineland, but I was I was deeply rooted in you know my church, right? And this was a whole new way of uh, looking at things. Mm-hmm. And so when it became convenient that they were in Hamilton is, well, come, let, right. let's see what's going on. And then the first thing you want to do is nitpick right. of, course. Of, of everything that's, that's different. Right. But you're not coming at it from a scriptural point of view. 
And then the first time you hear him teach and you go, I mean, especially with verse by verse. Mm -hmm. This is not what I'm saying about a particular topic in the Bible. This is what the Lord says Mm -hmm. about this specific topic in, in the Bible. And that's a shift mm-hmm. in how you learn and perceive things. Absolutely. But more often than not, I was I was pretty critical. You know, well, where's your church bylaws? <laughs> was? Mm-hmm. Where's the committee? Well, yeah, I was just say was. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, but that's okay. And where and where is you know all of this? Mm-hmm. And then you know you just go well. This is what the you know the Bible has to say. Right. I, I, my responsibility is to search the scriptures mm-hmm. and the the teaching of Calvary Chapel now allows you you know to do this so it's not based on the tradition of men i never bothered right. to look anything up this mm-hmm. is what you were told mm-hmm. and this is what you did we right. had it we had an order and we follow things now yes there needs to be order and structure right but so to but I think that can be said about a lot uh, of of people of how of how they change, and the we're, we're talking about you know the faithfulness of God and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. You know, uh, Pastor Vince had to take that step of faith, and the sad part is is how many other opportunities are lost because. They were afraid mm-hmm. to take that step of faith. You get, you're giving up benefits. You're you're giving up a, a, a steady income. You've got a family. You know, uh, it's it's v- very hard to say this is what the Lord wants me to do. Now the ball's in the Lord's car. Mm-hmm. He's got to he's got to then provide f- right. for me. But I'm doing what I'm called to do. The Lord is going to provide for me. Absolutely. You know, and I, it reminds me of a story that um, I'm going to paraphrase because I wasn't there. But my dad, your brother, told me about your father when he walked your him down. Your grandfather. Yeah. My grandfather. Yeah, yeah I never met him. So I always no, I understand. refer to him I differently. Understand. Yeah, I understand. But it. the. Uh, just he told me he told me he brought my dad down and showed him a box of receipts from certain other things doing this that and the other and he goes you know what never ever left me dry was when I tithed he's like there's a direct connection in my mm-hmm. life specifically mm-hmm. to when I was giving God what he asked for to when I I felt the most provided and blessed and he's like sometimes it felt like we had nothing and I was giving up everything for it mm-hmm. and other times it feels like wow I, I should probably give God more this time but he said that's the only thing that ever did that and it was just one of those beautiful things that we see that like God's faithfulness should be contagious. You should see his faithfulness yes, through these things. Absolutely. And that should help you to respond in kind, knowing that he is faithful. Uh, we, we Last night at Men's Study, you're going to hear it again on, on Wednesday, because my topic for tomorrow night is God's faithfulness, specifically God's faithfulness and how do we respond to it. And one of the things that is really interesting is there's one of the songs we sing called I Will Look Up. It says, I will look up for there is none above you. I will look back and see that you are faithful, mm-hmm. and I look ahead and believe that you are able. Mm-hmm. And it's a different, there's a different perspectives and shifts and stuff that, <laughs> you know, 
there's that's not a new concept. <laughs> you know, people have been doing this since you know all the way back in the Old Testament. They've been looking back and seeing, God, you got us through this. You brought right. us through this. You mm-hmm. brought us through this. I guess you can bring us through this. Right. You know, <laughs> and that's the very human perspective of something. So when we look at the little things, like God says. Uh, you know, he, he, he commands his tithes and he's like, give me your tithes. I'm go- not going to let you fail for that. Like, it's hard. It's hard. But sometimes you just have to look back at the little things, the big things. You know, we talked about it in men's study last night, even how like we often forget to realize that God is faithful in the small things, in the things that we find mundane. You know, the fact that, you know, people always joke about like breath in your lungs being the smallest thing, you know, taking a breath happens instantaneously. You mm-hmm. don't think about blinking. He holds all those things together. Mm-hmm. And like, you, if he can do that, you like come on man <laughs> you yeah. can't help you through your struggles no. we no. we get very short sighted mm-hmm. i like i talk about you know when you're teaching sunday school like with the israelites mm-hmm. how many times god provided for them and they were always uh, i call this is a joke they were always a mumbling and a grumbling yes they were very short sighted time after time after time and the the things that we take for for granted that the Lord provides for us, we don't even give any thought to Mm-mm. anymore. Everybody's looking. Everybody's looking for the the big thing. What's the exciting thing? And they're missing the joy of the faithfulness of the Lord every day in the littlest of things. It's it's. You know, that we we're going to transition a little bit towards the other half of our topic. Yes, kind of leads towards, uh, we're talking about not only how do we respond to God's faithfulness, but being used, but also some of the background roles that are filled in in the church. And like, he's no less faithful to see that those things come through mm-hmm. as he is anything else. You know, um, we have a friend of ours we were talking to at lunch, Val and I were both there, and we were sitting down and talking about, uh, this guy always jokes about the idea of being a floater, where it's like, oh, I'll just pop in wherever it's needed. And it's like, okay, but you need to be able to do whatever that is. And that's where we always land. The, the difference of being an, a floater or an equipped floater is astronomical. <laughs> the idea of, oh, well, I'm here if you need me. Okay, but what But what are you capable of? Mm-hmm. You know, where as opposed to, I'm here and I've diligently prepared A, B, C, and D, I'm ready to go. You could be used so much more. So the right. first step is show up. <laughs> the second step is, what can I do? We often, uh, def- I often default back to my mentality of like, <laughs> I ended up on the worship team because they needed a drummer. <laughs> And I didn't play drums. Right. I wanted to. Like, who, who, what kid doesn't want to play the drums? Exactly. But I started doing that, filling in drums. Hey, we need a bass player. Okay, I'll learn that. <laughs> okay, guitar time. Okay, I'll learn that. Okay, I need a singer. Okay, I'll give it a shot. You know, you just keep going. But those aren't things you can just wing. You know, my thing was I had to spend time practicing. Right. I, ha- I had to take a step back from what I thought I would be doing. Mm-hmm. And I had to diligently apply myself to something else. You know, um, in the last couple of times we talked about that, we don't always talk about how, like, exhausting it was for me to learn things I wasn't good at. <laughs> you know, it was a hard hard yes, thing to do. You're, you're a perfectionist. I picked that <laughs> up right well, away. And we were, talking to, uh, we were talking to Val specifically about it, how, like, um, she was talking about one of the aspects of Awana that you just kind of look at. You're like, you know, like... Well, someone came to fill this need. Let me go here. Mm-hmm. This is here. Let me do this because, you know, like we can joke about her being there with Adam and Noah, but the real reality is she's got a lot of experience in a lot of different areas, which can make you so valuable to someone when it's just like, hey, the seventh and eighth grade class, their teacher is sick today. So you know, you've already done that in the past. Like, go for it, you know, and you I have a different level. It. And you've been yeah. there since. So we're going to let her talk about that a little bit. She had an interesting story. Um, you're allowed to name drop. 
for when they're positive, you're not allowed to name drop if it's a negative since it's your first time. That's what I was told. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> but, Don't um, listen to him back. Give us a little bit about your Awana situation with, uh, what was it, Cubbies, right? Right. And how? just give us the application, the thought the, process. What um, went through your mind, the other girl's mind? Right. When when Awana had, uh, had started, there was uh, a need for the Cubbies, which is the youngest group. They're the four- and five-year-olds, uh, which is what? My mother would teach the two and three and four year five year olds. She always had the the littlest group. How she had the patience for that, I well, that's what I, we I say know. about you. How you have the patience? <laughs> well, I have a little older group than that now, but um, the emphasis and the onus was Wednesday nights needed to be for families. Mm-hmm. So you needed to have something for the entire family, right? And they had the other groups filled with teachers, but they didn't have anybody for cubbies. And so they said, well, I guess we can't start a cubbies. And even though I was capable, I was not the most comfortable, but I said, this is a need that needs to be filled. I will, I will fill this need, praying that the Lord would bring someone alongside that would also have a heart for cubbies. And the Lord did. And I can name drop? You can name drop if it's positive. It's positive. If it's positive. (laughs) And it happened to be Liz. And Liz was going to help me in Cubbies. And her background was she was already familiar with Cubbies. But because I was the teacher and she was helping me, I was not aware that she had actually taught Cubbies. But I had asked her after a while, I said, would you like to teach a week? And then I found out that she was a, a teacher, but Never she did not, not, did not want to take that away from me. And I'm thinking to myself, please, please, <laughs> yeah. I, please. I, 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 please. I love these kids, but this is not, you would, you would do them much better. And she has taken that and and run with it and then she now has her cousin Tori helping her and because she was familiar with Covey's and but they both work and I'm retired so I still get to help them by making sure they have whatever they need to make it easier for them to be prepared to do Covey's I do I make sure they have their papers their copies their their badges, their attendance book, because sometimes these girls are running right from work and they're eating mm-hmm. salads in the in the Sunday school room because they have come from one to another because they have a heart for these boys and girls. Right. But they were not going to take that ministry away from from me. But I didn't have the all the information. And then when I ask and they you start asking questions and you help and it's it's okay. So now that frees me up for the opportunities that when another teaching group may go on vacation, I can step in because I have done that group. If somebody is sick or they are away on vacation, I can then help out here. The equipped floater. Yes, the equipped floater. <laughs> right. My whole thing is you cannot... you. I had, was telling them today, I said, you cannot teach that which you do not know. Absolutely. So I, you know, you need to be prepared 
to to give an answer and to to talk and to uh, help facilitate those boys and girls in their journey to knowing what their responsibility is in the scripture. And actually, in Sunday school, we've been talking about uh, worship and and service and how there are a lot of behind-the-scenes things going on. Like I said to the boys and girls a couple weeks ago, I said, uh, are we sitting here in the dark? And they go, no. I said, so how do we have electricity here? People are giving their tithes and offerings. Mm-hmm. They're, they're ministering to the work of the Lord. Right. We have um, needs that we put out for women, for meals, for vacation Bible school, things that I need, for um, the breakfast club, Mm -hmm. for all things like that. People might not be able to have that flexibility to be a part of that ministry on the day that that ministry takes place. But you want to give them an opportunity to be a part of that ministry. People want to help. They want to help in other ways. I can buy you boxes of cereal. I can paint backdrops, but I can't be there the week of vacation Bible school. We're trying to find, first of all, people have a responsibility Mm -hmm. to, to, to be in service. And the Lord says, if I've begun a good work in you, we're supposed to have an outward manifestation of what the Lord has done for us he is faithful to complete that. We're the ones that drop the ball and mm-hmm. say the I can't, right. there's nothing for me. Right. Somebody else is is doing that. Mm-hmm. I I don't turn anyone away that signs up when I put out the call for mm-hmm. VBS. Right. You know, and that's, I'm going to, can I cut you off for a second? Sure. Okay. So, my one thing, which is an interesting perspective that people like Val teach by their actions and not just their words, come down to just the idea that ministry is an open handed thing. It is a very, very large misconception that this is my ministry. I will hold it with a death grip Mm. and you can pry it from my cold, dead fingers. It's a very, very sad and horrific thing to have happen in the church because that ministry has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. So in an effort to be sensitive to what's going on, people in the Liz and Val situation, Liz came in respectfully saying like, you've already got this. How can I be of help? Mm -hmm. And then Val's looking at it like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. Right. I see that you are much more equipped for this or if not much more equipped, much, you know, better off with that age group than I am, whatever the, whatever the answer is. And you just see that it's like, how can I help you make this better? And that's, that's the perspective we need on everything. You know, we have people, we have people that want to come and be a part of the worship team. And that's great. You know, like none of, none of the people on my team hold their position with a fist. You see half of the team rotates all the time. That's true. You know, (laughs) most of, most of them rotate. The girls are singing some weeks, you know, like I, I'll brag about my worship team for a minute. Not one person on my team only does one thing like in the church. Not not one of them. Mm-hmm. 
the the ones that are newest or you would think only do one are like getting involved in other areas or they're they're alongside someone they may not be the face of anything right but they're doing it every one of the girls that sings teaches sunday school <laughs> you know that sings that's with true me. you know i'm running senior high youth group brian right. runs a bunch of other things yep. joe's running the outreach cole's running the media you know you right. got all these people adam's running 20 something dale's up with the, you know so people are all over the place doing this my team does not just have one thing going on it's not like hey we showed up and did our service and, we're and my at, yeah. team every mm-hmm. single person i could walk up to any one of the people on my team and be like hey i don't want you to play sunday i'm gonna let this guy have a shot or like whatever it is we never do that because we're, we're scheduled out far and we right. you know we do our time diligently but you know no one holds their position open-handed i enjoy singing i enjoy leading worship so when i get up there and i lost my voice and i said rue good luck yeah. <laughs> you know this was last wednesday i said rue good luck uh, two Wednesdays ago, I said, I'm, I can't, I can't right. do it. I can't even sing a note. I was like, I could try to learn some sign language right now. <laughs> you know, that would be interesting. I said, I'll play a guitar and we'll see if anybody sings loud enough to help. But I was like, honestly, I don't have it. Like, just take it and run for me because it's not about me in the slightest. No, no. <laughs> you know, it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with that. Val took that opportunity to see that, handed it over to the person, and was able to help in the other area. It's no joke. And or it's often a joke like, oh, we need help in Sunday school. No, we need help in Sunday school. So when we can fill those roles and and be able to bounce, especially the more veteran people and the people that have an understanding of different age groups, to just be able to bounce in and do that, it's a wonderful thing. If someone came up to Val and they've been like, I've been leading VBS for 15 years and this is my track record, let me come alongside you and help you. Val be like, thank you. Let's do that because that's her personality. She's not identifying herself as I'm the VBS master, I'm a Sunday school teacher, I'm whatever. I'm someone that's sold out to Christ and I'm working. In the capacities that he's gifted me and that's where we are and that's what we all do and that's what we should be trying to do and that is something that you can see much more demonstrated and this is <laughs> this is this is this is true you can see it much more demonstrated in roles that are behind the scenes mm-hmm. roles that have zero spotlight have zero opportunity for it to be about you you know and i'm right. not saying people on the worship team don't have a great heart i'm not saying like we don't we don't have the same heart but i'm saying that like you want to talk about it. there's no gratification <laughs> to be a sunday school teacher there's no gratification on a sunday to be the safe team there's no gratification to be the person making the coffee emptying the trash cutting the grass you guys think the grass cuts itself it doesn't. We don't pay people to cut the grass. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> slipping and sliding right. on the ice. When yeah, they there's come people into there in the oh, snow no, we, coming I and mean, doing stuff, and and th- those are the things that really slip away. And we we have a lot of opportunities in the church, and and this is something. If you're listening and you're scared to get involved, please don't be, because I can tell you that do not have the mindset to say, well, they already have that handled. I'm not going to approach them, mm. or to say, you know, I'm overqualified or I'm underqualified, because I can tell you that our church has a huge desire and it's our pastor's desire right now to equip people for what they need to do yes so if you feel you could walk up right now and you could say you know i'm really interested in teaching sunday school it's been on my heart okay great like we're gonna do this couple simple things number one you're gonna go through this background check otherwise i'm not putting you with my kids okay let's start there let's get through that you get through that okay you've never done this before great let's sit down and see how that structure sit down Mm -hmm. with some of the veteran ones you're gonna end up sitting in on as a helper you know you might be handing out goldfish you know for a couple of weeks and a while and just be handing them and just you know feeling like you're not really doing much but you should be learning and growing through those things i've had people come and be like hey i'd love to be a part of the worship team and i looked them in the face and i said what do you do and they're like nothing <laughs> and i was like do you sing no do you play an instrument never once <laughs> did you do anything um my mom tried to force me to take a piano lesson when I was a kid, and I freaked out and said no. Okay, great. You, you know what do you? You are not what do you, called to yeah. be on the worship. You're team. not called to be on the worship team, but I can tell you if you're interested, 
and this is if you feel that passionately about it, I like I, let's start learning something, you know. And I've had a couple people that have picked up the instrument and really try to learn from it. We pick on my buddy Mike all the time. I know he can sing, and he came up and he was kind of like, "Hey, like, I, I need to do something." And I, I know I, I can sing. Someone told me I can do this. Like, let's go. He is dissatisfied with just singing, not because he doesn't enjoy singing, but he's also like, you don't have another like acoustic guitar player. He's like, and I've always wanted to learn, like, will you help me? Oh, yeah, I'll help you. Whether or not he ends up being our next acoustic guitar player is irrelevant. Right. Like, he's diligently practicing but I know at both the things we ask him to do, and he's doing a great job at his stuff. And that's that's the heart of someone that's just like, let me, let me help you with what right. I can. You know, and that's something that, in our church specifically, if you look hard enough, you'll see it demonstrated. Val, people, you know, often assume, oh, Val teaches in cubbies. Well, currently, Val's not teaching in cubbies. Nope. No, that, currently, Val's getting good. there. I she's cutting out. Right right. Out she's cutting right. stuff out. She's getting stuff ready. She's making sure they have what they need. If Trinity's sick, she's doing this group. If Paul and Brenda are sick, she's doing that group. I can she I can call her and be like, hey, we're out of waters at the youth group. Do you have time to stop at Walmart? And she's going to do that because mm-hmm. that's the heart of someone that's just serving, you know. And that's something that if if you're unsure of how to get involved, you you need to be there, be present, be a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's a big first step. It's a right. huge first step. Right. Like we we often often get intimidated to get involved in things because we think it's either a already handled, b we don't think we have what it takes, or c sometimes we're just afraid to ask. You yes. know, like and don't be afraid to ask because you're looking at people like. You're looking at people that have probably made more mistakes than you today. You're looking at people that have probably had more shortcomings than you do today. You're looking at people that have dropped the ball more times today than you probably have. And we're just, before we enter our activity, our task, or whatever it is, we're saying, God... You're gonna have to help me and use me, mm-hmm. and and that's that's the difference between someone there saying help me and use me in this place you put me, or you need to be asking put me in a place that you can help me and right. use me, God, and like let's get there. And that's one of the things that it's hard because you sit up here and like there are some people, and I've had conversations with people that romanticize the idea of being a worship leader. Like it's exhausting <laughs> to do that. Oh, yes. It's exhausting even to sing and, and lead on a Sunday. That that's not the point. But you romanticize a ministry you're not a part of, and then I've had them play on the worship team. And they're like, man, I'm gassed right. after Sunday. I'm like, yeah, right. it's a big right. deal. You get that, and you see that, and how much more so the things that. Pe- and I can tell you because I've done media once or twice in the past, and you sit there and you're like, your brain is fried. You're just like, if I miss this transition, it's all my fault. And you do that, and we see that in all the areas that you don't necessarily see on display on a Sunday. If you look at our live stream, you're going to see worship, you're going to see the message, you're going to see a closing song and a, and a goodbye. And that's our day, you know? But the fact of the matter is, in order to do that, we've got 15 people running media, sound, safe team, doing stuff. The We're there at 7.30 right. in the morning, you know? <laughs> Sunday school's getting there early to get their lessons, to get on the copier, to get their things out, to do those kind of things. So many things go on behind the scenes. And I can tell you from personal observation, more or less, because my experience is irrelevant, but personal observation that God moves mightily in those things, and you can see the impact that has on people. I've, I have kids coming to my senior high, and they're, I was like, oh, how'd you learn about this, this, or this? And they're like, oh, in Sunday school. I'm like, oh, look at that. Hardy handle, because that's, that's what it takes. You have a faithful Sunday school team that's out there doing those kind of things, and that's wonderful. Val and I were talking today about just specifically the idea that Sometimes you think you're going to be, you could be doing something forever, and God says no. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you think, all right, I'll fill in for this, and you're there forever. <laughs> it's the opposite, you know, it could be the polar opposite. We, I filled in for senior high youth group a couple of years ago, and now this is where I am, <laughs> and that's quite fine, right. you know, but 
you know, Val took over Cubbies because we need we wanted to start the Iwana program. The church said we would like to start an Iwana program so Wednesday night can be family oriented. Like she said, cover all those aspects. How do we do that? And Val's like, I don't want to take the little toddlers, but I will. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know? I'd rather tie them up in a corner. Or, you know. <laughs> well, you just you surrender your own will to the to the good of the body, you know, and that's something that. Uh, we'll pick on Val again specifically has to be hard for her to submit to the will of her little brother, you know, because like I have I have personally seen the arguments where she's like, well, you don't get it because you don't see it. And he was like, well, you have to show it to me then. Like, you have mm-hmm. to explain it. And like you could see sometimes you just want to choke him out and be like, I'm your big sister. Just shut up and listen to me. And sometimes uh... he's like, I have your best interest in mind. I'm doing my best, you know, yeah. and like you just see it go back. And this is years ago. They're better now. They're much more calm. But, like, <laughs> you know, I see it early on as a kid. Sisters. You should know that. Yeah. But the, one of the one of the struggles is that like she, you know, you know, how I want to tell you people think, oh, you go to that church because your dad's the pastor. Oh, you go to that church because your brother's the pastor. I can assure you it's harder. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely harder. Because if you want to talk about something, I know shortcomings you don't know about for this guy. I have been on the wrong... I've been on the other end of a wrong decision from that guy. And I still think he has my best interest at heart, despite all the things that you've never even considered, you know, and that's just me being his son, you know? And like, so she sits here and she's like, man, I grew up with this kid. I could tell you everything he did wrong right. all through and high she, school. And she did yeah. all right. <laughs> but, yeah. but you could go through all those kind of things. And then you have to, it takes a, it takes a special realization to say, God is using this person. Mm-hmm. And that's the person I need to submit to. Right. And, that, and it's an interesting concept. And I'm sure it couldn't have been easy for her to do that to her little brother. I'm sure that it, it can't be easy for our pastor to try to confront his sister and be like, hey, this is what we need to do mm-hmm. in this area. Like, you know, you need to A, B, C, or D. It's a yeah. unique thing that we, you, trust me, don't envy that part. We no, don't. <laughs> don't, because you know each other well. And it's almost, you have to, you have to separate the things out. Yes. And it's, and it's hard. So I have to say, Pastor Vince, because everybody thinks that because you are related to the pastor that somehow, first of all, he's seeking my guidance. Uh, No. (laughs) Okay. Uh, He has his circle. Mm -hmm. You know, I have, you know, what the ministries that I am a a part of Mm -hmm. that that facilitates different Mm -hmm. different people. Under the umbrella of this is the vision, vision right. of of the pastor, mm-hmm. and you know, so we've had people say, come up and say, "Oh, well, you're a Lombardo," so like that that gives me carte blanche. You know, everybody mm-hmm. thinks, "Oh, well, you know, uh, no, I don't have a key to the church. No, I don't have a code. No, I, I'm never the first person there. I'm never the last person out." I, I don't get to, you know, run in, I deal with my well, I ministries. I can give you my key if you ever want it. Yeah. I, have, I have these things. It's, it's not like this is a family run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of the hilarious things people don't look at is I have to schedule meetings with two people. I have right. to schedule meetings with Pastor Vince or Daddy. Right. And they're both very different. <laughs> and one is, no, I'm, you think I'm kidding. I, he's no, on I vacation. He's on vacation. He said, when I get back, let's talk about some stuff. I said, okay, great. I said, who am I writing down for the meeting? And he was like, uh, I don't know. I was like, okay. So I called him back and I was like, listen, I need to have a meeting with Pastor Vince about A, B, C, and D. Right. So dinner Saturday this time, I'll, like Megan and I will cook. You guys can just come over. We're just going to present you... These these ideas right. and this right. stuff, you know, as opposed to being like, hey, do you guys want to come over for dinner? Those are very different things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, yes. what, and there's 
very often, and this is something not to be jealous of, very often there's a shift in conversation where it's like, ha, 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 serious. And I just have mm-hmm. to get there. And it's just like, it's, you know, all right. So it, it's almost like you have to take off the hat, put on my worship leader hat, mm-hmm. put on my youth leader hat. Right. He's got to put on his pastor hat right. for a minute, you know, because it's not like our lifestyle was much different, but we need to have different severity to the words and the way we address each other. You know, because it's like often, and my father has expressed this, I'm sure he would express it to you. It is often difficult for him to look and be like, that's my baby boy, and then take what I have to say seriously. Right. So I have to be specific about the meetings I schedule with him. I have to be specific and say, I need a meeting with Pastor Vince Tuesday at 930. (laughs) Like, let's go. And you have to sit down in those meetings because I need him to know I am your worship leader or youth leader coming to you with this problem or request or idea. And I need you to take it in that light, not just like, Daddy, what do you think about us getting a slide? (laughs) You know, it's nothing to do with that. And it's a totally different perspective. And I'm sure that couldn't have been easy for Val to do when, especially because like she's looking at, I'm sure I'm just speculating she can correct me but you're looking at your little brother's gonna start a church no that not that sinner <laughs> i can right. tell you that yeah. much you gotta look and be like not that guy and then i'm sure i'm sure because i knew my grandmother well she was sitting there looking like oh, we, let's just go see what he's doing let's go see what's right. going on all right let's just be supportive of your brother okay so we go and they're like okay like this isn't the worst thing i've ever seen no she you went know, and she started said- she went my mom i'm <laughs> i'm not going and mom would go and the next thing I know, she's teaching Sunday school in <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. And you just start you moving in, and you're just like, "All right." And you can and you can see the shift now. Like like I said, I've had I've had many conversations with my father specifically where he where he's just like, uh, he's nicer than me, so he wouldn't say it like that. I was gonna say he said, yeah, "Shut up and say. listen." Right. <laughs> like in this moment, like you mm-hmm. need to change your perspective. Mm-hmm. And we do that all the time. And he has to just be like, "Listen, I need to have a talk with you right. about A, B, C, or D." Right. Or and we have to be very specific about those times, you know. Like and Val has had, the, I've seen him have those conversations with her um, back when she was running like the, the Pioneer Club and stuff. Like there was a transition from. Pioneer Club, God's Kids Club, whatever it was called at the time, to like, we're going to Awana. Imagine telling your sister, hey, we're changing up the Wednesday program. Mm-hmm. You're like, that has to be a weird burden too, but the yeah, fact of the matter since is... since I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, and we all have this perspective. No yeah. <laughs> well, see, and it's... No, our actually, church has terrible communication. Right, That's what but it is. it's gotten, it's gotten better. <laughs> but it's easier for me because I teach Sunday school, and, you know, but I'm under the umbrella of of children's and youth ministry, mm-hmm. so I already have someone that is a, a, above me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go direct. I I should never go directly to Pastor Vince. Right. I should go to my person with any concerns. They should come to me because mm-hmm. they're the ones that Pastor Vince has made known his expectations Mm -hmm. and his requirements. And then that information is then disseminated to us. You Mm -hmm. know, we're going to, we've looked at this curriculum, not that we don't have, have input. Right. It's, it's, so that actually, that makes it easier for me because then I don't have to, not that I don't go whining and complaining sometimes. Okay? <laughs> Never. Uh, you know. I know, but I just, caught you a few times whining, complaining. Yeah, that, you know, it is, is why yeah. is right. change is... We don't like change. I is, mean, that's... is very hard. Right. But, <laughs> I mean... We talked about that today, even at the lunch table, when, you know, Wayne was like, well, you could do A, B, C, or D. Ooh, Wayne, we yeah. mentioned the guy's talking name. about you, Wayne. Wayne. But Wayne was like, Val, you could do A, B, C, or D. Don't sell yourself short. And we both... Val and I both with the same perspective. It says, just because we can doesn't mean we should. Mm-hmm. We should. And we talked about specifically, like, if I had to go and teach Cubbies 
on Wednesday night and Val had to go teach senior high, both of those kids, both of those groups would have a huge disservice done to them Mm -hmm. because my brain is geared towards that now. Like I I prepare my lesson in mindset of what these kids have brought up, what they were going through, their walk of life, all those kind of things. She has effective tools to communicate to kids that are at, that are four and five years old. I'd be looking at them like, no, 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 don't eat the crayon, and that that'd be the whole thing they took home. But don't eat the crayon right. because that I just don't. Guy yelled at me. Yeah, I don't have crayon. that exciting right. interaction mm-hmm. that she's going to have with that. And it's not because I can't get the information across to the child, and it's not because she couldn't get the information across to a teenager. But it's because we both have surrendered to the will of our pastor, the will of God, and all those things, and made those sacrifices and those adjustments, and right. put in the practice to be equipped for certain things. Yes. So. I I can fill in for five different things. Cubbies is probably not one of them. Right. You know, Cubbies is not the area where I'd be like, yeah. I'm I don't know. Nobody wants still see me on the meal ministry. Yeah, but I... the thing is, like, I'm not equipped for that. So my right. floating doesn't doesn't put me in that place. You know, her floating isn't going to put her right. in senior high youth group. Mm-hmm. You know, like, my floating is in no way going to have me be like, all right, I'm down here to teach all the little kids something because like I, like I said, I, pr- I spend a lot of time preparing my lessons based on the feedback and conversations and the lifestyle of a certain age group of kids. Not that the message itself isn't applicable, but how you apply the information yes, is critical. And that's different. something that takes time and practice. And that's boils right back to our idea of like, if you want to float around, you want to be involved, get equipped. If you don't know where to start, be like, hey, I would like to be trained for A, B, C, and D so that if you need me, I am here. And then be faithful, show up to church, be there all the time, be there too much. And then someone's going to be like, Rick, I am so glad you're here. Can you please help me with A, B, C, and D? Mm-hmm. Because our church is very, very good with person to person relations. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are very, very good yes, we are. with I need you to do this, right. do this. You know, and that's I honest to goodness, right. I think that's how 90% of the people in our church have the role they have. Mm-hmm. I had oh, I could speak to that. Our buddy Craig plays drums on the worship team because when we used to have our worship nights, I said, Bro, we need a drummer. I know you're a drummer. No, you're not super in love with with the church you're in. I'm not asking you to come to leave there. I just I need someone to fill in. Are you interested? He said yes. He said, I loved this. And that he's been here ever since. <laughs> Pretty much he was just like, I'm so glad you guys thought of me. Like this mm-hmm. is where I want to be. My friends are here. Like, you know, it's, it's positive. But like it's just because you make that personal call. Like that, that now we have a drummer. Joe Costa is a prime example of someone that just does what I ask him to do. Like that's not a negative thing. That's a beautiful thing. I've had Joe play cajon. I've had Joe play guitar. I've had Joe play yes. pads on the keys. I had Joe play and now Joe plays drums and he found God's natural gifting for him which is wonderful but also I know that I've had him be like hey Joe I need you to do this on Wednesday nights we do pizza with the kids all the time you know what happens I say we need to order pizza how are we going to get the pizza here because I also have to do worship on Wednesday and be with the kids so I'm like how am I going to get that pizza from the Mm -hmm. car the answer is I'm not the answer is we're going to do worship Joe Costa is going to get in his car he's going to drive to the pizza place pick up the pizza Mm -hmm. bring it back and drop it off to me while I've already started my lesson for senior high because I just say, I need someone to do this, and he'll do it. And he does it willingly. He's like, yeah, of course I'll help you with that. All right, so I'm going to interrupt you for a minute because you got to take a deep breath here. But it's true, and that's the reason why I love coming. Because I saw that the very first Christmas Eve night I went, and your parents welcomed me. Not Your dad had an idea who I was. Your mom was clueless. And it built a relationship. Next thing I know, the COVID hit. Brian comes, I know you know how to do media. I need somebody. Okay. So I start helping there. Well, then Joe goes, well, Rick, you know what? I need I need somebody to sit behind 
the monitors because you mentioned you worked the security one year. I said, yes, I did. And now, tag, I'm in the security all the time, which is fine. But I can still remember one time I, ne- I didn't realize I was doing it. And I guess as I started learning more about the Bible, I was starting to put things on Facebook and making, I guess, disrespecting somebody else's religion. Let's put it that way. And your dad didn't have the heart to tell me. Your mom did. <laughs> and she goes, listen, my younger brother, I went, uh-oh, what did I do? Because how did you know? I said, because I go, I can feel the way he's going. She goes, we, and I said, who's we? Vince, are so enthused on how you come so far already. But just remember, don't offend somebody else's religion. And I went, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry, I won't do that again. So I went up to your dad and apologized, I said, because it hurt you, you're the pastor, basically you're the boss, and I'm hurting you, and I didn't mean to, he goes, I knew that, but I just didn't have a way to say it to you nicely. Mm-hmm. He goes, just do me a favor, don't do that. You want to scream and yell, come scream and yell at me, mm-hmm. but don't down somebody else's religion. That's not what we're here for. I said, absolutely. And then next thing he goes, oh, tag, by the way, I'd like you to stay in security. Okay. Mm. Yeah. But it took just coming to the church and everybody knowing me. And then finally, you know, I I accidentally said, well, what can I do? Oh, let's see. I did. We need a lot (laughs) more people to go. What can I do? What can I do? I started started out in the media. And then, excuse me, I don't remember his name. But when we used to give out Holy Communion, the one gentleman that was in charge of it. George. George. Came to me because I heard you were an usher, you know, when you were a youth. I said, yes, I was. Would you mind helping? No. Okay. I know how to do it. You know, it's different than the way I used to do it, but I know what you want. Did that. Then I got moved into security, you know, and all that. I mean, but what I like is, and I have always said this now, this is five years. It's a family. Besides it being a church, and it's hard for me to say Vince and Pastor is the same sentence because we are so close. But... Pastor Vince made it feel that way, and your mom, you you guys have that too. I mean, it's it's eye opening to feel a place that actually wants you, and wants you to be there, and get the word of God in you. But what I like is if you're not there a couple weeks in a row, you got six or seven guys or girls mm-hmm. calling you saying, "Hey, what's wrong?" Uh, yeah, something is yeah. obviously wrong. You're right. not here. Yeah, you yeah. know. You know, I, didn't, I just didn't feel good. Or, oh, I forgot to tell you guys, I'm in umpire season now. Oh, okay, right. all right. You know, never had that before. Mm-hmm. And, and I hope that our church, because I can say it's our church, stays that way. Well, it's very relational. I mean, Calvary Chapel of Hammond's Inn specifically drives, prides itself on trying for that. Yeah. We do our best. That's our drive. Right. Because we, talk, we even talked about it at lunch today. It doesn't matter how good you are at something at all. Be ready to train someone in it. That was part of our other thing for conversation. We saw Val demonstrated where she was like, you know, Liz came up and she was interested in cubbies. She wanted to help me out. Liz was being humble and hiding the fact that she taught taught cubbies cubbies. at a different church years ago. She was like, she's like, I've been teaching cubbies. I love the cubbies age. I have, you know, I'm so enthused to do that. And so Val, after time, felt that out. And now she's like, how can I help you to do your job better? And like, even for me, I have certain people sit in on my Wednesday nights with the with the youth kids that you know, so that they can learn and grow. How to just there for the pizza? Sometimes we do a lot of pizza. but we just opportunity. Opportunity to grow right. in. Go ahead. I will. I will give you an example. I was on vacation. I was. I was away. Yes, you were. So there's someone that needed to cover my Sunday school class. 
and people started to get sick. Mm-hmm. And the person that was supposed to cover for me got sick. The other Sunday school teacher got sick. Then the somebody else got sick. When I came back after I got home that next day, I said, well, I, you know, how did I go? There were three people that don't currently, well, let me put it to you this way, they do now. But at that point, they weren't. And they stepped up and said, we can cover this. We'll fill in here. We'll play the songs here. Mm-hmm. And now all of those people are now helping out in the Sunday school system. I want to be a, I want to be right. a part of this. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to be in the nursery. <laughs> That's never going to happen. But <laughs> up until... They're a rally bunch. Up until that crisis hit, they were standing in the background going, well, they don't need a Sunday school teacher. She's got her backup. Mm-hmm. She's got her backup. Mm-hmm. She's gonna, well, you never know, you know, what's right. what's going to happen. Right. Well, just like you asked when I asked, what can I do for VBS? And she goes, well, just show up and, you know, watch the kids. Okay. All right. Fine. I mean, I got no problem asking. I got to get to know everybody because I always have my defensive wall up. But you see, you know, I, when we have that monthly meeting at our church, I'll be there to help with to do whatever could be done and everything. But I, I give that to the whole atmosphere of the church. I mean, you see, there's times we can't get nobody to leave. Yeah. You know, and that's mm-hmm. great. I mean, that's, you know, not just they want to be there for the worship side, but they want to for the fellowship, fellowship. You know, and that is great. I mean, I, I say all the time, I said, I gained a, a, another big brother in your dad because, you know, now he's, he's away, of course. But if not, he will communicate a couple times during the week to say, hey, you doing... You know how you don't? Yeah, I said, well, I'm all right. I said, yeah, I could go for lunch because I let's see if we could get Joe and Doc and you know we formed a little lunch group. I would have never expected that. Yeah, you, you know, you know, I'm at a lot of family functions. With, I with would Calorie Chapel. Yeah. You would never expect right. to get together over a meal. Well, no, I'm saying as in <laughs> no, I'm saying no, you're doing, saying outside of all that. Outside of all, all that, I mean, that. you know, I adopted all his kids as my nieces and nephews. You know. Ashley's kids, Rachel's kids. I would have never expected that. And that just took your parents welcoming me into their home. I mean, like, wow. You know, and, and I try to say to people, that's the type of church you want to find. Because you're going to be guided and they're going to care for you. And you're going to be in a good place when the time comes. We we have an ongoing joke like with Aunt Val, and it's not at her expense at all, so I'll say it. But we joke like, everybody needs an Aunt Val. Yes. Or jo- yeah, oh, just call said, Aunt Val. That one. Yeah. I have been sitting, I, there have been times I'm sitting in the dumbest place doing the dumbest thing, and I have no possible way to achieve a goal. And someone will be like, oh, and I'll be like, I'm calling Aunt Val. And Megan goes, are you kidding me? You're calling Aunt Val? I was like, I, get, I got this gut feeling mm-hmm. that she is within two miles of a Walmart, mm-hmm. and it will be willing to bring me that. Right. I can tell you right now she's like you can't call her for that it's stupid it's nine o'clock at night Mm -hmm. i was like i'm gonna call her we're gonna see what happens i pick up the phone i call her and she's like oh yeah i'm in the williamstown walmart i could be your house in 15 minutes with it and i'm like exactly because and she's just willing to do that for whatever it takes she you know she brings snacks for the senior high youth group she does all those kind of things like and i told her i was telling sam and brady like they're like oh we're really trying to figure this out we're trying to do that i was like call aunt val 
And they're like, she's like, we can't call Aunt Val. It's your aunt. I was like, no, no, call Aunt Val. Like, just, just show uh, gladly. She's already going to be doing it for me. I guarantee you, because she comes through clutch every single day of the week, doing those kind of things. And that's, but that's the heart that like we see modeled, and we should be living after. Val yes. has taken people under her wings in the past, trying to teach them and disciple them into the next role. Val's currently, I'm sure, got a couple people she's working with like that, you know. And we all should be trying to do that. And that's what really creates the familial aspect of our church specifically. It's it's that you're I'm- never once without a disciple-er, a disciple-er, mm-hmm. because if you are, then you are too distant to get one. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, I can't force you to come do this, but my doors are open all the time. People come in like a revolving door, and I got a text the other day that says, hey, I'm bored, we're coming over. And they come over, they hang out for the day, mm-hmm. and it, it led to some really great conversations. Sometimes it leads to some really crazy ideas. Right. And sometimes it's just, you know, we're just playing games and hanging out. But, you know, that's the, that's the kind of thing that our church has cultivated by people that have, like, streamlined the way and set that example time and time again. Like, Val being sensitive enough to see, like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. I can I can float into A, B, C, and D is what we should all be doing. You know, just the fact that you've bounced around to six ministries, I bounce around to six ministries, like— I wish people more people did that. It's not a pat on our back at all. None of us yeah. are taking credit for that. I'm telling you right now that like if you're scared, if you're intimidated by the idea of getting involved somewhere or you're sitting here thinking like they have it handled, we don't. <laughs> just whatever it is, just assume well, we don't. Yeah, we want to, we yeah. we're already we want to expand the Sunday school. Yes. And that, we're, that and we're takes, talking about that, that takes, working that on that. That takes more Right. Uh, uh, people. Right. Uh, you know, you're you're working on if we end up with a bigger building. Mm-hmm. Well, that takes more, more people to <laughs> yes. clean and 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 more maintenance. Right. And everybody should want to be needed. And everybody's responsibility as part of this body is they n- need to be part of the hand, part of the foot, part right. of the something. Right. You know what I mean? Even if it's saying, well, we're going to have a prayer group or we're going to meet for prayer and mm-hmm. we're going to pray for these specific ministries or I can I can make a meal. Nobody wants to be making a meal. No, it's true. But there are people in this church that other people know the needs of and they say, you know what? I haven't got enough in my budget to be able to afford to make a meal right. for that. Well, the church goes, well, we got a gift card. Right. You know, I can get you the funds, and then they get to do the their service and their ministry, and then someone else is 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 blessed by that. But people have to have to realize that they there's something that you can do. Absolutely, I mean, there and- is something that you right. can do. Do that. So let's shameless plug. Ask. Um, we have. It's a couple of months away yet, but we got VBS coming up next, right? And that's uh, that's Val's baby. area, baby. Yeah, but I didn't you know? start out that way. No, and that's... I came along as helping Sharon Montabano because Sharon Montabano wanted to start a VBS. Yeah, and I'm and sure someone's going to be coming up along you in no time at all. That you're just like, let's get it, you know, because that's the exciting thing. But we're transitioning right now into the idea of what are the needs coming up for Sunday school or not Sunday school VBS. What are the needs? Like that's something that generates a lot of excitement, huge ideas, big stuff. You know, we got a lot of moving parts for that. We got skits for the kids. We got games for the kids. We got songs for the kids. We got lessons for the kids and much, much more. So what 
what are the needed roles for that so that people that are honestly listening, thinking like, hmm, wonder how I can get involved. Here's a really good dip your toe in the water and you have time to come around, get yourself known and situated right. for this. Right. I mean, people think that, um, you know, VBS is this, well, they've got teachers and Rue is going to do the music. I need people for sign-in. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I need people that are going to have security. I need somebody that maybe can do my sample of my crafts. I need, I, sometimes I get the women's ministry or I get people to, to help me to bag up each individual craft for each one of the days so that they can be handed out to the boys and, and girls. Yeah, there's sign-in. There's newsletters that have to go in. There's, there's, there's games. And when you've got 30 kids out there and I've got two leaders for games, well, two leaders, we need helpers. Yeah. So there's helpers for Vastly the games. Vastly outnumbered. <laughs> but yeah. There's, there's a snack. Snack needs to be prepared ahead of time. It needs to be it needs to be set up. It needs to be handed out. It needs to be cleaned up. I've got Pete, uh, the boys and girls meet in the I call it the blue room, and then they go into the sanctuary for the start of VBS. Well, the minute those boys and girls leave one room to the other, I've got ten minutes where that room then needs to be set up for crafts. Yeah. So which was now a barren room, I need I'll need eight tables, chairs, mm-hmm. and crafts, and scissors, and glue sticks. And your window is seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. and I've got ten minutes yeah. to get that done. My craft, my snack people can't do it. They're sitting up, my, my sign-in people can't do it. You know, there may be people that I need you for this window of, mm-hmm. of oppor- opportunity. But I don't turn. When you show up, you fill out, you say, I want to help. I don't care if I have eight people sitting in the snack area. There will be something for you to do. Because I want you to get to know that group. Mm -hmm. I want you to follow around. I want you to be a helper for that teacher. If that teacher already has a helper, but they got 15 kids, guess what? I'm throwing somebody else in. Yeah, it's I, not just about like can you show up and are you qualified to teach a kid for VBS. It's not just about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you guys. Some of the most life changing experiences happen from just being an extra, exactly just being Absolutely. willing to be there. And the kids, I'm telling you right now, it's so critical for the kids to see a demonstration of people willing to serve and be in help. Those kids would respond well if there were five kids in that building and 50 staff, adults, whatever you want to call it, that are sold out for Christ. Those five kids are gonna see that it was important mm-hmm. to you and them. I learned that back at Halawasa that it doesn't matter if you're overstaffed. It matters if you're understaffed. When you're understaffed and you see those things, the kids, they take note. They don't care because it's less quality. They don't care because it's less fun. They don't look at that. They look and they're like, oh, it's not important to you guys. It it must not be important. And whether they know that now or whether they think that when they're 15 years old and someone says, oh, VBS, I'd be like, oh, VBS, that was a weird time. Like It was just me and like this, you know, it was like 10 of us and this one guy who was Mm -hmm. like, all right, go over there and throw a Frisbee. Like They're going to think like that. And that's that's not the environment we try to have. That's not no, the not environment we're going for. But it is it is okay for there to be too many people helping. There can't be too there many people be helping. There cannot be too many people You we could have there. 10 people. If Val's got an extra 10 people, whether she's thought of this or not, she can send them up to the front room and be like, guys, please just go pray for these kids tonight. Mm-hmm. I need you guys just go up there, 
get on your knees and just pray that God will move in these kids' lives because like that's important. That's a powerful thing. And we don't we don't want to miss opportunities like that. So there's no wasted role. There's no lack of need. There's no lack of draw for people to come. And this is just one thing. This is one opportunity we have coming up. I can assure you we have many more because I know I'm talking with Brady about some events coming up for senior and junior high. We're talking about a whole week um uh, kind of like VBS with a different name for older kids that happens at it. It's more or less like a long weekend where we have an opportunity to get away and do, just do the kind the of things guns. with stuff like you want the Nerf guns I want back. The Nerf yeah. guns. But, um, you know, in closing, Val, you may not have the actual date or time yet. Yes. You but got do same, you have the date or time? Yeah, you got the same taps. Yeah, they have, people are asking for yeah, the date and time. The date and time. Um, do you have at least a month? We have a tentative window for one of them. So I know right. you... They, it, our VBS is in the evening, and it will run from six to eight. Okay. Um, there's uh, two weeks, in, basically in uh, mind that uh, is. Well, tell us the two weeks, and we'll keep it in prayer. <laughs> yeah, it's the week of July 25th or the week of August 1st. Uh, prayerfully considering well it takes one. a lot because you know you don't really we don't often like to overlap other weeks in of uh, right. in, the, in the community in the town right. we don't want because them to because it's, it's an outreach more. ministry and right. you yeah. want those you want boys and girls to attend so but that's about the time we'll, we'll get you an update in the right. next couple but weeks for we, sure if i remember correctly last year that was my first one that was my first ever vbs we had children from other places come absolutely well, they here, come through the woodwork for because of that because we are we're one of the few that had at, because of the virus, mm-hmm. I was prayerfully considering: Are we going to do just a weekend? Or are we going to do a virtual? Mm-hmm. We were thinking maybe just do a virtual, just stream it, and not have the kids here mm-hmm. uh, all through that stuff. And Pastor Vince came to me and goes, "So what's the theme for VBS?" And I go, "Well, we're thinking about." He goes. No, what's the theme for VBS? VBS. We're having <laughs> churches open. Mm-hmm. We're having a VBS. And so last year's VBS is a great credit to everyone <laughs> that really helped. Oh, yeah. There was, there was a- eight weeks, okay? Mm-hmm. Eight weeks to do last year's VBS. And it was the most boys and girls we've ever had because everybody was anxious to get out and right. to get back to that normalcy and to yes. have something for their boys and, and girls at, at, at night. Mm-hmm. And I had just as many helpers and I had everybody as, as excited, but it was like, this is crunch time. We had eight weeks to get the, the set. So everything was more streamlined. And not as intense as it usually is, mm-hmm. but I've already had my first meeting for VBS. That was in February. You know, so right. it, it's a long it's process to get this done. So Very good. It's still February. It's still February. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, we're coming no. up on the Well, I guess the good takeaway for that would be that it's either the last week of July or the first week of August. So keep them both on your calendar. Let's see what happens. Right. But definitely that's an exciting time that you really don't want to miss. You really, like if you've got kids, what's the age group for that? It's ages 4 to 12. 4 to 12. So if you've got kids from 4 to 12, you definitely want to have them out there. That's another thing. And if you're looking for ways to get involved, there's definitely opportunity there. And, you know, like, I think hopefully the one thing you can take away from seeing two people that share the Lombardo name that matches our pastors, that it's not easier for us, <laughs> you know, so it should be easier for you. I'm I, telling I, you, we got a I, great pastor with a great vision, yes, and it's do. definitely exciting to get on board and be a part of that, you know, and 
the first step is to show up and say, how can I be used? And, you know, I can assure you that sometimes it's the way you're not thinking. Sometimes it's not what you expected it to be, but God has a plan and he's working through it. He's faithful to help you through all the little things just as much as where you're going to be serving in ministry, as critical as that is. But but you had it double. You got triple whammy. You got your aunt, (laughs) your mom, and your dad. Besides your two sisters, I only have to submit to one of them anymore. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. know. (laughs) But um, but you're right. I mean, I I don't even think I was given the opportunity. I think I was a tag. You're it, and and I truly don't mind. You see me. I like you said, multiple hats. All right, so I can fill in at the media team if I need to. Uh, Definitely securities. My you know my area. If we go back to normal communion, I'll you know I'm more than happy to do that. I do the trash. I mean, so whatever pastor needs, he knows he could count. Yeah. On so it. shameless plug is you've heard three people in this room talk about doing at least three different tasks, right. which means there's at least six open jobs. Yes. Okay. So and don't was, be afraid to come right. on out. And we I know I would love to help get you plugged in, although I'm. You know, I'm big, I'm hairy, and I'm scary. I'm like the nicest guy that I can be. You're a big teddy bear. <laughs> the You're nicest I can bear. be. You but take, I mean, we're you all take excited. After your dad on that one. We love the idea of the like the familial aspect of church. Like we all do, and it's like it's a contagious thought. It is that like once you're a part of it, and you realize the love that you can receive in this church culture and in our church family specifically, like it it's unrivaled and it's a beautiful thing and it's going to make you want to get involved and stay involved. So I encourage you, if you're in any way thinking about it, just take that first step. Sometimes you feel like it's blind faith, give it a go. Cause I'm telling you, you're going to be excited to see where God can take you. Uh, your battery's dying. Again. It always dies. But, um, but you're right. I mean, sometimes I gotta be a greeter, you know, because yeah. the ladies are too busy. Seven, I mean, seven availabilities. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it truly is. And coming from a different religion, that basically, I know, Pastor, I got to be nice. Um, just wanted what was in my checkbook, as I always said, but never wanted me to participate. Mm-hmm. I like this version much better. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Because I'm learning a lot more. I, I, I know more about that, that famous book than I ever did before. And that's great. So, all right. Any final words? Val, you got anything else you want to spill about the pastor? You know, any dirty laundry that <laughs> no, we need to know? No, I'm good. You good? Okay. We'll save that for another day. <laughs> but um, why don't you lead us in there? Unless you got anything else you want to oh, say. I'm not my closing you thought is come get involved because, like, you think you don't have the time. You think you don't have the resource. You think you don't have the ability. God's faithful to provide it. End of discussion. Yeah. So just be willing and ready. And, and we got coffee. See where he goes. Yeah, we got so much coffee. We got coffee. Wayne I, brings donuts all the time. Yeah, but we, got, mean, we got food just at everything. Just coffee aspect. <laughs> that was the biggest shock to me. We're allowed to have coffee in the sanctuary? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, sometimes like we need it when he gets long-winded. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But uh, we found a way to work on that but but well, that is true let's yeah. close it out in prayer yes. and i love that idea yes. lord god tonight we just had thank you for another opportunity just to uh, put you on the air lord i pray that tonight people would just see that you're faithful in the little aspects of their lives lord and and you want to equip people for your work and and uh we just ask that you would just ready people's hearts lord people that are scared or people that are you know uh, timid to just get involved or approach someone give them the boldness lord give us being everyone in church leadership, the uh, sensitivity to just reach out to those people on our own. And Lord, uh, just come and move mightily in our hearts and lives and each and every person's. Lord, we just ask that you would come and uh, just continue to unify this body and bless us. And as 
specific prayer starting now for VBS coming up this summer, Lord. Bring the kids that need to hear your word there. Lord, help it to run smoothly. Help people to come out of the woodwork to volunteer to help, Lord. This could be a super exciting thing to change the lives of the next generation, and we don't want to take that lightly. And we just lift all these things up in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us and listening to The Carpenter's Son with Pastor Vince Lombardo of Calvary Chapel of Hamilton. Join us next Tuesday at 7 p.m. for The Carpenter's Son on WNJHradio.com.